afternoon and welcome to this evidence-based nursing podcast. I'd like to introduce the person I'll be talking to today, Professor Pierre Chu, and we're going to be discussing a recent commentary in evidence-based nursing which was titled In Adults with Intellectual Disability, Discontinuation of Antipsychotics is Associated with Reduction in Weight, BMI, Waist Circumference and Blood Pressure. So good afternoon, Pierre. Good afternoon. Hi. Um, firstly, I just wondered if you could introduce yourself uh, to us and just let us know a little bit about your current working position. Yes, of course. I'm a professor of psychiatry at the University of Alberta in Edmonton, and uh, my role is primarily looking after community mental health services, um, which encompasses essentially everything within the adult domain, including uh, learning disability. Um, I'm also involved in uh, research at the university and have a particular interest in psychopharmacology. Thank you. Can you tell me a little bit then about what we know in relation to the use of antipsychotics in patients with intellectual disability? Yes. Unfortunately, antipsychotics do get used quite significantly in patients with uh, learning disability, often not to treat um, a psychosis but for behavioral management. And obviously this is not a, an indication for which uh, antipsychotics are approved and really very little evidence to support their use in uh, that particular way. That could certainly rise to, to some concern in terms of potentially inappropriate use of uh, antipsychotics in a population that uh, seems to be very vulnerable to uh, potential side effects. Okay. And what did the authors of the study that we're discussing do? So this was uh, an interesting um, um, study in which they looked at the uh, treatment of uh, um, a number of patients with uh, learning disability, essentially analyzed their uh, antipsychotics and other medications that they were on. They then um, tried to rationalize that medication by either reducing doses or eliminating uh, redundant medications altogether. Uh, they also uh, looked at a uh, genetic polymorphism, which uh, is a potential predictor for adverse events, particularly metabolic, uh, with antipsychotic medications. And uh, this was the first time, as I understand it, that it's been looked at in this particular way um, in a learning disability population. Okay. So can you tell me a little bit about the strengths and weaknesses of the methods that we used in the study from your perspective? In terms of the uh, the strengths, I think this was an um, innovative study. Um, as I say, it's not been looked at in this particular population before. It's always, I think, adventurous when uh, you're changing an established treatment for uh, a patient, um, but they approached it in a, uh, I think, a, a, with a very rational perspective uh, in order to be able to reduce uh, the overall medication load. In terms of weaknesses, uh, there isn't I think um, all of the information uh, provided in the paper that allows us to uh, fully understand um, exactly how patients were transitioned uh, from their previous medication regime to the current. Um, we know that uh, some patients actually had to be put back on uh, certain medications. So there are a few details lacking in terms of some of the transitions, but um, overall this was a, a pilot project that I think was uh, very well done um, and uh, certainly a, um, a difficult study to, to actually uh, undertake. And what do you think are the main implications for clinical practice from this study? The main implication um, supports a premise that I think a number of us have been um, pushing for in the last couple of years and also supported uh, by the, the NICE guidelines. And this certainly involves um, 
reviewing patients' medications and attempting to rationalize wherever possible. There is clearly very little evidence to support the use of multiple antipsychotic agents and very little evidence to support the use of antipsychotics for purposes uh, for which they're not intended, i.e. behavioral control. So I think um, those are perhaps the two most important messages um, that came out of the study. I think a third message um, involves the propensity or the vulnerability of certain populations to uh, metabolic and other side effects of um, antipsychotic medications. Uh, for example, we know that children and adolescents tend to be very vulnerable, very sensitive to um, these types of side effects, and it's clear that those patients with learning disability also um, have a particular vulnerability. How much of that may be genetically determined, I think, is still unclear, and uh, clearly we need to do some more research in that area. Okay, thank you very much.